Hello, and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about feeling good about good enough. to this topic. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a good one. Yeah. I think you came up with it. Do you? Do you? I yeah. don't recall. I mean, it was just on a list. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but what does that mean to you? Like feeling good about good enough? Well, it, it makes me feel as, as a good enough person. It uh-huh. makes me feel like good enough is not just good enough. Good enough is great, <laughs> <laughs> which I believe, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think embracing the goodness of good enough is a is a happy thing. Yeah, yeah, and I and coming from the other side of the spectrum, I think there's a lot of convincing you have to do with yourself to accept that good enough is good enough mm-hmm. when you're um you know sort of first starting to move away from perfectionistic tendencies um so like purposefully feeling good about good enough is really helpful and kind of hard to do right yeah it's a i would think sort of a journey yes um, yeah but it makes me think about my motto let it be easy. And um, I love, um, I'm not sure why it makes me think of that, but it's like, easy is good to me, right? I think let it be easy is so important. And many people think doing things the easy way is a negative. So, um, so I'm, I feel like the two are, are comparable, because with good enough like oh that's good enough you know that's Mm -hmm. just it's like not sometimes people think not good enough isn't even good but right i say it's great (laughs) um, (laughs) well and i think easy is great and i and i live a really easy life as a result i think (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's something worth embracing i think yeah i think so too i'm lucky but it is it's true it's like you know people talk about someone who took the easy way out it's like well oh yeah why wouldn't you right what's wrong with that yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah and getting comfortable with good enough I think it is a you know a bit of a journey it's sort of um like what is it uh like exposure therapy what, what what's it when you like like conditioning um, um yeah classical conditioning or what do you i'm not sure uh, you know how like with dogs who are afraid of fireworks they like mm-hmm. oh, play right. fireworks really quietly and then they play them louder and louder right um it's sort of like that like you 
you, I know for me, getting used to or feeling good about good enough was sort of a little bit at a time. And then I get more comfortable with it until it became easier and easier to feel good about it. Right. And, and so now you can, uh, trying to think of it, trying to give a funny example. And I, 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 I can't, but I mean, we, we have <laughs> our, our podcast theme song, um, it has a good enough component to it, right? Yeah. And, and we love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I got a text from someone this morning that says, I love to start, wait, let me tell you exactly what it says. It's so funny you bring that up because I don't know that we've ever talked about it. And today I get a text that says, I love starting my day with the guitar strums from your podcast intro. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I mean, but here we are. We're sort of the poster children for this, right? Because we talk about yeah. it every week, and um, uh, so feeling good about it. I mean, well, I certainly feel good about good enough, and you're you do too. You've gotten there, right? You, you went yes. through this conditioning, and you're on the other side of it. And, and and I think that point that you just made that perhaps doing so gradually is. Um, it's something to think about. It's not an all or it's not an instant thing. Right, right. And, and also, I think there are things you can do to sort of push the needle more towards feeling good about good enough and doing, you know, like questioning the thoughts you have about perfectionism, mm -hmm. you know, why you're trying to make something perfect. And and I, I think for a lot of people, perfectionism comes out of some sort of fear, um, which is, you know, like a, a fear of, of not being accepted or a fear of um, being judged or something like that. And really sort of questioning those thoughts in a conscious way can help you get to the point where good enough feels good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Is there a, a component of fear of failure among people who are pursuing perfectionism or about, say, a, a project, like they're afraid if it's not perfect, it, it might fail or they might look like it failed or feel like it failed? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Or, or, you know, in more, more cases, I think with fear of failure, people won't even start a project. Mm, yeah. And so, you know, fear of failure is, is what's holding you back. Um, paying attention to, like, how you can make progress as opposed to getting it right or doing it perfectly and feeling good about that progress is a move in a positive direction. Right. Yeah. And maybe we can start a national campaign of feeling good about good enough. Like all of us <laughs> in our imperfect ways are showing off, showing off our imperfections. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember why. But for some reason I was Googling getting to good enough. I don't. I can't remember why I was Googling it. But anyway, that there were a bunch of things came up that said stuff like good enough isn't good enough and i'm like 
Wait a minute. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's right. Come on. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, there it is right there. Just yeah. what I was saying, that it, it's, uh, it has a negative connotation that we are trying to eradicate. Right. Right. And, and we've talked about, you know, what counts as good enough. And mostly it's about um being okay with what's reasonable mm-hmm. as opposed to sort of the striving for the unreasonable expectation of perfection mm-hmm. right and people could practice um uh feeling good about good enough in everyday life really easily right so i was thinking about how um you may not have the perfect shoes to go with your dress or your outfit. That's always, it used to be why I didn't wear dresses because I, I was always hung up on the shoes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and now, in, in, uh, but instead you can pick the shoes that you have that are comfortable and that feel good and then and decide, you know what, this is good enough and I'm mm-hmm. going to proudly wear them. I will, be, I will wear my black sneakers you know these black sneakers that are my most comfortable shoes that i wear constantly sketchers i'm wearing them now of course with my (laughs) of course (laughs) um and i'm fine with it i went to the grocery store today and everything like i no longer get hung up on the right shoes that that how they look i mean certainly comfort's a whole different issue comfort's the most important thing but there are lots of little things like that where um you're riding a a shopping list and you scratch out a few things and you decide, okay, I don't have to rewrite it. I can just take my messy shopping list to the store with me. Yeah. Uh, I've been practicing it a lot in gardening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, the, the flower beds got very overgrown with weeds and, um, I had to practice feeling good about good enough a lot because there was no way I could tackle it all in one day Mm -hmm. um, without, you know, injuring myself. (laughs) And so I've been been practicing little and often and feeling good about, you know, whatever effort I put into it is good enough. Right. That is such a great example. And it would, it applies to decluttering as well. Yes. I mean, all sorts of things, but Oh yeah, and that's you're you're inspiring me because I have a, a weeding issue myself, and my problem is I have you know, two new gardens from. This is just my second season that they're oh right the, the plants coming up, and I can't tell what's a weed and what's not, and we're having all this <laughs> this work in their native plants, right? We're having all this work done in our yard, so I can't really get out there, and I can, but I I choose not to go out there when the guys are out there working on our deck. Um, so, uh, I was looking at it today and thinking, oh man, I'm going to have to get out the app and the garden plan and try to figure this out. (laughs) But, but you're inspiring me that, um, any effort I make, you know, if I can identify one plant that 
there's there's one in particular I was looking at. I don't know if it's supposed to be there or not. <laughs> and if I can identify <laughs> that one, that will be really helpful and take it out if it's not supposed to be there. And then yeah. I'll have my mind settled down if it is supposed to be there. Um, but I, I sure hope you get that garden cleaned up by the time I'm there to visit next week. Oh, well, I am working really hard because <laughs> that was my goal. Because <laughs> you know how critical I am about stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's really funny. And um, I had not mowed the lawn at our house um, ever until about two weeks ago. And when I just decided if the lawn doesn't get mowed on over the weekend, then I'll just mow it on Monday. And um, I, that's good enough. Like yeah. I, I, and and I'm not great at mowing it and I don't spend a lot of time because I'm, do, I've been doing it after we record. So I'm gonna do it after we talk today. <laughs> and I just go out and I mow it as fast as I can and I consider that good enough. When definitely in the past I would have gotten a little caught up in like, well, now it needs to be edged and oh, I have to pull mm -hmm. these weeds and da, da, da. But it's like, no, just mow it as fast as I can, get it done. And that's good enough. Because it's way better than the, what it looked like before you did it, presumably. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you there. That's excellent. And is it that because you had teenagers to do it before that you haven't done it yourself? Yes. 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 Yeah. And now there are not uh, teenagers around to mow the lawn and it felt bad like asking my husband to do it yeah i hear that um <laughs> like oh i know you've just been working really hard for uh all week could you go mow the lawn <laughs> right and i know that um i'm a feminist and i don't i don't adhere to traditional roles in our marriage so would you please but go ahead and mow the lawn anyway yeah yeah <laughs> Well, and for a long time, I, we have an electric mower, and I use the excuse, I don't know how to work it. Oh. <laughs> Which you know is ludicrous, because I can pretty much figure out how to work anything. Exactly. And then also, there's this thing called Google. Well, and also, it's an electric lawnmower. Don't you just plug it in and go? No, it's a, um, it has a rechargeable battery. Oh, So I you see. have to charge the battery. Mm-hmm. And then you do it. And and there is like sort of a weird little gizmo thing that you have to plug in. And I don't know. So I just, you know, I I was operating for many years under the, if I don't know how to do it, they can't make me. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I'm familiar with that. So one day I just went out, tried to figure it out. And, um... And I couldn't figure out how to charge it, so I just mowed the lawn until the battery died. <laughs> and um, and then Mike told me how to charge it, and then I I charged it and mowed the rest of the lawn. And now I know how to charge it, so it's like not that big a deal. Right. But um, but it, it the more I think about it, the better it, this ex it is as an example for this is that I I feel really good now when I go and mow the lawn, even though I can also look at the lawn and say that's a really bad mow job, but I feel good that I did it because it's good enough. Right. Yeah. And, and if you were tied up in perfectionism 
and wasn't didn't couldn't get yourself to do it until you had time to do all the things, all the trimming and the edging and the everything, you would have a really bad looking lawn because you wouldn't oh, yeah. have gotten to it. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, that is a great example. Um, yep. Yeah, and I and I think it's um, it's feeling very liberating the more comfortable I get with good enough. Mm-hmm. It's, um, for, and, it's, it's for you're right. It's freeing. Mm-hmm. And just being able to to walk away from something, n- knowing that oh yeah, I probably could have done that a little bit better, but it's fine. It really is good enough. And like, it's, I accomplished what I came here to do. <laughs> right. It's the, it's, and it's especially good for those things that have little consequences, low consequences. Right. Right. Yeah. And then it gives you, it gives you a little more bandwidth and energy for the things that do have more mm-hmm. consequences, you know, that, that do require a little more effort or that you would feel really good about being able to put a little more effort forth. If I'm not wasting all my energy trying to make things that don't really matter perfect, then I have more energy to spend on the things that that are really worthy of my time and energy. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, I mean, that's, especially as we get older and have less energy and less memory and so forth. It's like <laughs> perhaps fewer brain cells to work with. <laughs> let's not, let's conserve them for the things that really matter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And memory is another one where I try to feel good about good enough. Yeah, mm. well, if I remember it at some point I, or write it down or whatever, that's got to be fine because I can't make it be any other way. Yeah. It, that is a big one for me. Self, and this acceptance I've had to have that I might not remember something that I used mm-hmm. to remember, and mm-hmm. that it's okay, and it doesn't make me a bad person, and it's good enough to, that I'm getting by, right? Yeah. We develop our techniques <laughs> to accommodate, <Yes>. and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a big one. But no, I think that message is very good, and we've said it many times, like. Don't uh, wasting valuable time and resources on making something perfect that doesn't need to be perfect is, and also probably can't even be perfect. Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So we want to hear from you, our listeners. How good do you feel about good enough? And what ways have you gotten more comfortable about it? And is there any way in which you, like Janine, feel great about good enough? (laughs) You can let us know on social media. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. On Facebook and Instagram, we're at Getting to Good Enough. Or you can head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment. Um, oh, and you can also call 413-424-GTGE-4843 and leave us a message. Uh, but for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. kind of excited to go mow the lawn 
Good. I'm glad to hear it. Don't put <laughs> You also sound stunned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> don't put too much effort into it. No more than I necessary. I definitely won't. 